Wade Kaplan squinted toward the end of the long hallway. His lungs ached. The air was chilly down there, almost refrigerated. He counted the cold fluorescent bulbs ranged along the low ceiling. Twelve. They cast a pale white light on the inside walls, on his family. His stepbrother, Daryl, his father, Roel, his stepmother, Sarah, and on the tall man in the navy blue suit who stood facing them. Behind me is the steel-reinforced titanium entry door to the vaults, the navy blue man said. Each portal is equipped with multi-layer encryption combinations that are refreshed at random. We are, in a word, unbreachable. Follow me, please. Bring your item. The man, whose name Wade hadn't heard clearly, was head of vault security at the British Museum in London. He spun around neatly on his heels and walked down the corridor. This is it, Daryl whispered. The official end of the London episode. I hope so, Wade said. They paused at the end of the hall. After the man entered a key card, a thumbprint scan, and a voice command, five, seven, nine, four, two, eight, Wade heard a series of electronic bolts releasing, followed by a whoosh as the heavy door opened. They passed through to the other side, where two armed security officers stood guard. Once inside, they heard a similar series of reboltings as the door closed, and they were among the warren of underground vaults. The vault level of the British Museum is among the most secure in Britain, the man explained. In the world, actually. Your box will be safe here. The box Wade's stepmother now held, an unassuming steel container the size of a large hardcover, housed Crux, a mechanical cross crafted of amber, inside of which was some manner of mysterious and heavy internal mechanism. Crux was one of twelve relics that powered the time machine of Nikolaus Copernicus. We're nearly there, Daryl said in his ear. You can start breathing now. Not yet. You really should. In, out. In, out. It helps with the whole being alive thing. I find it useful to begin breathing almost as soon as I wake up in the morning. The day turns out so much better. There have been studies. I'll bet there have, said Wade. Boys, said Sarah. They continued to the end of another blank corridor, which, the navy-suited man told them, parallels Great Russell Street running some twenty feet above us. He helpfully pointed up. It seemed to Wade that he'd been holding his breath for the last week, or actually the last three weeks, for it was in early March that they'd first learned of the twelve mysterious parts of Copernicus's time-traveling astrolabe and gotten swept into the global search for them. They had battled the deadly agents of the infamous Teutonic Order of Ancient Prussia and their leader, Galena Krauss and had rather amazingly discovered two of the relics so far. The first was a heavy blue stone called Vela, currently stored at the Morgan Library and Museum in New York. Crux, the second, would be temporarily housed here in subvault 17 of the British Museum. Too many things aren't right, Wade whispered as they entered the final room through yet another thick steel door. The room was empty except for a metal table and a chair and a safe built into the rear wall. This here is right, said Daryl. Yeah, but not Becca. 
Becca Moore was currently recovering at Great Ormond Street Hospital. If, Wade thought, you could ever quite recover from what had happened to her. Becca had traveled through time. Sort of. The previous week, Becca had had episodes, like visions, that shot her back in time, in her mind if not her body, to the 16th century. It was her weird coiling paths back and forth in time that had allowed them to find Crux and thwart their dark pursuer, Marcus Wolfe, Galena's assassin. But it had cost her. Not only had Becca learned a terrible truth, that traveling in time opened the door to horrible catastrophes, but through the whole adventure she had suffered blinding headaches and nosebleeds. She was finally too exhausted to see Crux to its new home. Yeah. And not Lily either, Daryl admitted. Lily Kaplan, Wade's cousin, was supposed to have met her father at Heathrow last week. He was going to bring her home. They had all expected him. Then, at the last minute, he'd canceled his flight. 